Let's get it. What up, you guys? I'm your girl, KRC, Hope Your Style and Feel Good Provider. And I'm your girl, Ree, your life and style confidence bestie. Y'all know what time it is, so go ahead and grab your cups. Because we're here to fill you up. On all things lifestyle and everything. everything in B. I feel like we eternally have a one, two, three, then go. <laughs> we said time. ESP. Look, we're feeling each other. We're feeling each other. Ah, oh, so this is a new week. How are you doing? How are you feeling? I'm doing good. I can't complain too much. Y'all know life be lifing, and and we're not, you know, we're not. I guess you look, we gotta go through it. Everybody's gonna go through some things in life, and right now we just kind of going through it. But God is holding us together, and that's all. I, I'm smiling. Look, I'm smiling, and I'm here. So yeah, I love to see it. You already know the I'll Have a Cup crew. We love you. We send you good vibrations. I feel we it. Back. I know y'all do. I know y'all do, and I love y'all too, and I appreciate y'all more than oh, you, and I appreciate you, Key, more than you know. So, how you doing? I'm I'm good. I'm okay. Just been working and working it out, trying to get the I'll have a cup podcast name out, you know, trying to get some more cups of coffee. <laughs> I, I feel you. Look, buy us a coffee, y'all. We getting thirsty. We getting thirsty. Yes, and if you're watching via YouTube, you can see the actual link where you could support the channel. We would really appreciate it. We love y'all. Yeah. It's the new week. We have some some love talk. Some Grammys talk, because some shit yeah. popped off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we'll get into that. But this week, we are tapping into cereal dating. Mm. Mm. Are you drinking anything specific? Are you drinking anything? I'm drinking some water. Your girl's trying to look, stay hydrated over here. I was going to bring out my uh, Via Ray. I'm not even going to lie. Have you tried that? I haven't tried it yet. I like it. It, it's really one of those wines that sneaks up on you. Okay. Like, I'm just drinking and drinking, and I'm like, I don't really. And then the next thing I knew, I was like, oh. Oh, okay. I liked it. I liked it. Um, And it's like 20 bucks at Target. Mm-hmm. I, I literally, I was at Target today. I was like, oh, they sell Easter rice uh, Prosecco here. You know, I was looking at that uh, video that Victoria Monet's boyfriend created with the Prosecco. I don't know if he, it. Oh my God, he just made me want to buy it. That it man is cool. <laughs> <laughs> and it was Victoria Monet's baby daddy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No shirt on. And he's making, you know, like in Insecure, where she made like that signature Prosecco with a splash of like vodka. Uh-huh. He's like mixing it up. It's giving your favorite ASMR. And I was just like cringing, but I was <laughs> loving to see him. But it was cute. If y'all don't know, uh, Key does not like ASMR. So good. Why'd you have to make that noise? Making ASMR noise is talking about you don't like ASMR. I'm like, stop. That is just, <laughs> She said it annoys her, y'all. It doesn't really bother me, but I haven't seen that. But the wine, look, sponsor us, Issa Ray. Look. Okay. Because okay. the wine is popping, though, sis. I'm not lying. You should go try it. I did, I do a little pickup. I do a little drive up because you know sometimes when you go into Target you do too much. 
Mm. So in order to not do too much, I was like, let me just order this wine and we'll just see how it tastes. I really enjoyed it. Nice. That's true about uh, doing too much at Target. I was like, focus, focus, get what you need, get in and get out because this place should be in here. I don't even go to like the home section sometimes anymore. I'm like, uh-uh, it's from Cause vision. Because it, it'll, it'll keep you in there. The next thing you know, it's been two or three hours and you're like, damn. And plus, you know, it's Black History Month. So mm-hmm. shout out Black History Month, first of all. Yeah. Um, but you know, Target has their Black History collection. Mm-hmm. So I've been all over that. I've already picked up a couple of pieces. I think I've got what I'm gonna get though. Did you get anything? Yeah. I got, um, I was showcasing it last week on my stories. I got the melanin hat. I love okay. that melanin hat because it works for my locks. Um, the bag, the tote, the green tote. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I got a few things. I got the, is it Hey Ama? Hey Ama scarf. Uh-huh. I got that. And then the black woman want to be uh, comfortable or brave and soft. I got that t-shirt. They had some good stuff. I just wasn't in the mood to like try, try stuff on, but I really wanted to try on that green dress. I didn't try on any of the dresses. I did try on, so I got a couple of things too. Mm-hmm. I picked up the shirt. I may have been wearing it in last week's episode. It says like queen mm-hmm. and it has like a like a silhouette, of, well not a silhouette, but like a black woman on there. Mm-hmm. I picked up the earrings. I think it's by the same artist. I wish I knew the artist's name, I feel bad. Um, but I picked up the earrings that are like a hair pick. So I got those. Mm-hmm. And then I picked up the shirt that was, I think, inspired by or made by a Target, a black Target worker who was an who was also an artist. Yes, oh. I didn't know that it, it was on their little tag, but it has like mouths on it with like a grill and it's like a disco ball in it. It's just very, it's given 90s. It's Is I it the different patches of, of like it's, different. That mm-hmm. t-shirt, that's dope. That's dope. I picked up that t-shirt because I was like, mm-hmm. I just, I don't know, I liked it. The grill mm-hmm. was made me want to get a grill out here, pot wall. I am so weird about t-shirts. I I literally had it in my hand. And I was like, I don't like oversized t-shirts. Like I don't like the bulkiness, so I, I get weird it. about that. But I was like, that's a dope shirt, but not for me today. But I, that's a dope one. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. That might be what I be doing. I'm gonna rock a little black, black on black on black history look for Black History Month. Okay. Have on my little. This is another shirt. I think I got this last year or a few years ago from Forever 21. Mm. Back when everybody was trying to do collections with black artists, you know that some of them places kind of quickly fizzled out. Uh-huh. Let's not get into the D and I work, but that that was last week's episode. But <laughs> that, that has surprised me to know like there are so many companies now that no longer have like D and I. Uh, I don't know if cohorts is the right word, or you were you know expressing that had exactly mm-hmm. and now it's like gone. It's gone. <sighs> Been another news, and we're brewing up serial dating for the ladies today. Is that what we're talking about? Growing up some serial dating. Is it healthy? Is serial dating healthy? Mm. I feel like I feel yeah. like you should go first because you're the one out here. Not that you're a serial dater, mm-hmm. but you're the one out here in the dating pool, in the dating life. Mm-hmm. Do you think serial dating is healthy? Look, I'm married. Locked down. <laughs> 20 is years. I think, I think dating is 
healthy. However, the intent is what can make it be uh, whether someone is serial dating or not. Because there's, I feel like there's a healthy way to date and there's like a torment way to date where you're just like leaving people high and dry. And to me, that's like the realm of serial dating. Like you're dating with really no purpose. You're just doing things to have that, that high and then dropping someone and then leaving them there like hanging. Do you feel like you've dated a serial dater? Oh, that's a good question. Have I dated a serial dater? Yes and no, because he wasn't a serial dater, but I feel like he more so love bombed me. And that can kind of, they kind of go hand in hand when I was looking up like a serial dater versus a love bomber. Tell um, us what a love bomber is. I feel like most people know what a serial dater is at its core. We can drop some, we can drop some hints if you, in case you out there and you clueless. We'll drop some hints in a little bit. But Love Bomber was a new one for me. Mm, really? Yeah. So I'm going to directly give you this definition from Cosmopolitan. So love bombing is characterized by excessive attention, admiration, and affection with the goal to make the recipient feel dependent and obligated to that person. Explains licensed therapist Sa Sasha Jackson. So the chilling tactic is often used by narcissists, abusers, and even cult leaders. Okay. Do you feel like that's very specific, number one. I feel like that's more because you're you said it's like people that have narcissistic and abusive behaviors already tend to be the people that would end up being considered a love bomber. Uh -huh. Is a love bomber then a type of serial dater or are they is that are they considered two very different things or could they be both i feel like how you just explained it like it can they can potentially be a type of serial dater because they're, they're very similar in a sense but then they do have like slight differences but if you are a love bomber then you like to serial date because you are you know, you give off, you thrive off of just love, the honeymoon phase, and then you just drop and then things just change. So in the notes, cause you know, y'all know Curious Georgia over here got us, got us prepared, honey. She got us prepared. And since then I read up on it because I was like, I've never really heard of love bombing, but I did see where it's very much a, it's almost like an infatuation stage. Like, and it'd be like, you're like, I'm giving you flowers and we're talking about you. Like, you're almost like, I could spend the rest of my life with this person. Mm -hmm. and you're having these thoughts, like they're giving you these vibes so that then that person who's receiving that is giving, is having those thoughts. Like, you know, you get those butterflies, but it almost feels like that love at first sight type of, is what it sounded like to me. Like this can go somewhere. And that person's literally like not thinking that at all. Like they're just like, once this is done, I'm done with you and I'm about to move on. And I'm just like, damn. That, that makes you feel like you're the you're one. All in. You're the one. We're about to get married like yeah. tomorrow. And you're like, yeah. oh my God. And I've been there and that is a sucky feeling. And it's so crazy that like once the high came down, I think we both felt that, I don't want to say no, but we felt like, oh, something's different here. Like we felt that shift and I would never forget that day. Long story short, I Give had a long story. Shit. <laughs> In this definition, what I what really pointed out to me is where it says, um, with the goal to make the recipient feel dependent. 
so I didn't know that I was dependent on him because this is when I had just moved back to Maryland after everything that happened with my family. Mm -hmm. So I low-key was dependent on him to cheer me up, to, you know, have my shift my focus back on fashion. We would do photo shoots together. We would do things together. I mean, to the point that he was telling me what to wear and, you know, you should wear this and you should do this to your hair. And I was rolling with it because I felt like, why not? This was like my first real quote-unquote relationship mm -hmm. back in Maryland needing someone to cater to me and tend to my needs because I was pouring that out to my family. And over time, I mean, those first two, three months, they're the best. You're having fun. You're out every night. Like, you're living it up and you're not even thinking anything of it. You're on the phone um, late at night. Like, you're do you're just doing things. You're living in that moment until that shift hits. And we went to the gym together and something just fell off. Okay. Like, and he looked at me. He was like, "Do you sense what I'm sensing?" I was like, "What?" He was like, "We're kind of in our regular day lives. Like this was this was over the holiday when mm -hmm. we had right before the holiday. Then we spent the holidays together. So everyone's on break. Everyone's like, you know, in the spirit. You're having fun. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah. I just don't know how to put a word on it, but it just felt like okay, we have to get back to our our regular lives. Work and fun is over. But then that's when the shift happened. You know, I still thought, no, I still want to be in this same energy. Why can't we be in that energy? And he was just like, it just can't be that anymore. And I could not understand. And I was like, motherfucker, you took me to the high, to the motherfucking high. And then I took me up top. And then you dropped my ass. <laughs> but we didn't stop talking. We didn't stop dating. But it things became rocks. And to me, it was just like, when you're, the recipient feeling this emotion, you're like, how could you say all the things that you said or did all the things that you did? And then to turn around and say, I'm going back to my ex or this isn't working for me or you're not the person. To me, the worst part about dating is when a person does too much. Okay. And that's a serial dater, that's a love bomber because you don't know Especially at this, at, at my age, I'm, I'm, I hang with a lot of early 30-year-old women. And this is a conversation. This is the prime conversation about dating. And I feel like, yeah, we're fragile and we want something real. But when somebody comes in your realm and they're like, I want to do this, let's communicate. Girl, like, it's to the point that we used to like have Sunday conversations to check in on, like, measure the health of our dating. Like, that's how Delulu I was in with this man yes because i thought that that was okay i was like well yeah let's communicate because he had just gotten out of a relationship so i feel like he had it dangling over my head i don't want to be too serious but you still want to do boyfriend and girlfriend shit. so you're like operating in this space of we're doing all these things together you're making me feel this way maybe there's not a title on it maybe you did put a title on it doesn't really matter the feeling is there the connection is there the chemistry is there and then one day it's just not there yep yep and one day you're just left <laughs> like it was my first real like adult I would say heartbreak after like my 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 first like high school love like that was like my first real like oh my god I didn't even think that I didn't think that you weren't serious 
it was a heartbreak. It was it was it was traumatizing. And it was sound like a whirlwind. So how long were you in it? Like how long did it you know from the beginning to like how long did it last? How long was it it was good, it was, you know, everything was rocking, we going, everything feel good, and then how long was that? And then it just stopped. I want to say a good like eight to nine months. Okay. That's a long ass time. It was a person too. Yeah. Yeah, because we, we really connected. We really had a lot of similarities. I could yeah, I want to say like seven to eight months because we officially ended things and we met the year before during I want to say this was 2021 that we had ended things in the summertime because when I knew like things really had to end um he took me out took me out to dinner just to tell me that he was going back to his ex that's narcissistic behavior <laughs> so that and it, like like and almost abusive like who does that and I was going to say that too I was like that was narcissistic I'm all for mm-hmm. you being honest in the in but you ain't got to be that motherfucking honest. Like, damn, motherfucker, just say this ain't working. You know, I'm going to move on. I wish you the best. But do I need to know that you going back to your damn? Like, you just wanted to jab me in the back. Mm-hmm. What do you feel? Every, you know, you had, like you said, you had mm-hmm. me at this eye. And now I'm going to just pop you off the pedestal. Mm-hmm. Like, now you just, and now here you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, to, to, to take me out. And, Oh Lord, when I think about those days, like I, and you tell me if if I'm in if I'm in Delulu, if somebody's asking you out, hey, let's you know let's go here. I would love us to talk. Your mind is like, he's not gonna let me down. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about this. We're we're really gonna work on it. And I was so anxious, and I was so, mind you, I'm still not outside of this realm of like, Kiara, look at this shit. He is not for you. I'm still you still team that person and that's all you see and <laughs> when I say at this point the calamari coming out the drinks coming out and he was like yeah I'm gonna go back to my ex I how did you react I didn't drink I just looked at him and I said you could take this back I said that's to the waiter to the waiter he was like Key, take it home. I said, I don't want this shit. Like, who says What are you doing? Because I, I couldn't put two into it. As soon as I pulled up, he was so adamant to like take my parking ticket. And I'm like, you don't know where it's gonna go. Like, I would, I, I, I would have never thought a man would be that that vicious to take you out, to tell you all this, to lead you up, to let you down. At a Not seven, show. eight, nine months in either. Like, this isn't just. You know, the first month. Mm-hmm. This is we are establishing some things here. You know, mm-hmm. again, title or no title. If we're communicating like this, talking every day, we're you know essentially dating. <laughs> Seven to eight, nine months in, and you gonna take me out to a restaurant and be like, "Hey, not only is this over, but specifically, I'm gonna go back to my ex now. I just needed you to know, so you can." Damn, my fucker. Yeah. Yeah, and and I, I I enjoyed this week's topic because it's like, oh, so many women are like, I, if you just be honest, like it's okay to date multiple people. It's okay. I think it's very healthy. But when your intent is wrong and you do too fucking much, you're hurting that person for sure. You're leading someone on. You know, you're 
they're letting them down thinking that you could be the person that they want to be with and nothing. You don't have real intentions to go these places where you're making this person feel like this could go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why he always wanted to have that Sunday communication check-in. So that way we were always clear. We were always on the same. We were aligned with what we were doing. But over time, I'm like, all right, fuck this conversation. This Sunday conversation, like, what are we doing? What are we doing? You know, there's a certain time where I feel like as a woman, we should be like, all right, what's, what's going on now? I do not want to go with the flow. I do not want to act like, like I was impure to Lulu in that relationship. And when I look back, I'm like, there are so many things that I will never do again in my next, you know, relationship. Like, it changed you. It changed you. Changed the way you look, perceive dating, perceive men, probably too. 1,000%. 1,000%. Wow. Ooh, Lucy. So I think there's a way to, to go about serial dating. It doesn't have to be looked as a negative. It can be totally fun. But just don't be out here hurting people. I think we see, I mean, even celebrity serial daters. Like, I feel like, I don't know about you, but in my opinion, I feel like a Lori Harvey or a common, which I don't know now that I, I've learned more about love bombing. I don't know. I don't know which category common may fall into. But I do feel like we see it. Like it's, you can see it almost playing out. Now, granted, we're not invested. You know, you can't be as invested in their lives because they're celebrities. So you don't know what they got going on. They playing on different levels. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just makes me think of people like, cause you see Lori Harvey going from this person and not that she's not with them for a while, mm-hmm. but it's like, sometimes it just feels like it's serial dating in and of itself is too much from the outside looking in. As someone who's not dating at all, well, you know, in a sense, dating my my husband, but I'm not dating new people is what I mean. So it just seems rushed. Like, do you think people should take time, celebrity or not, in between like these? Because seven or eight, nine months, I feel like is a is quite a long time of just casually dating someone. But again, who am I? I don't. Is that like I feel like that's an investment. Like, what okay. are we doing with this? Okay. You know? So it's like, <sighs> I think it's based on like, if you really want, if you really are striving for commitment or not, like I'm totally cool with, if you want something casual, let that be known because then I could decide if I want to be casual with you or not. Mm-hmm. But as far as like Lori Harvey, because, and of course, because we do see the, the guys we see it in her life that she's dating she's multiple dating she's not doing anything different than the next woman she's dating she's figuring out what she likes what she doesn't like we don't know what she's doing behind doors behind closed doors like but i think what she's doing is healthy should people take time i mean you always got to take time to get to know someone but a lot of and i could be repeating myself again a lot of dating nowadays is are you serious or not because she's not ready for commitment. To the point. Yeah, she's not ready for commitment. She mm-hmm. go ahead. No, I was saying from the outside looking in, she's had some good candidates. She's not ready for commitment. Which is and fine. do you think? Do you think that's why she like this whole NDA clause? Like all of this is part of her, in a sense, dating. Like don't be out here telling what I'm got going on because I kind of know in a in a some way, shape, or form that you know this is probably going to end. 
and I'm move and I'm gonna move on. You know what I'm saying? Do you think that's where the whole end? Because it's like, damn, you gotta she have a whole her. I'm pretty sure she makes men sign NDAs to date her, which is why when they break up, and maybe they are just you know the most stand up guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna we we know the track record here, right. and I feel like y'all know at least future. I'm about to say future ain't signed no damn NDA. That's what I'm saying, but he hasn't said a word. Look, he might be trying to get back in when he can, like it, like uh, interested. What Evie Harvey, I don't wanna. Okay, that's what he said. Like I'm good. He repeated it twice. Okay. Um, that's interesting. I never thought about that. If she, if she hasn't signed NDAs, hmm. I can see that. Muzzle. They quiet. Yeah. Think of J Lo too. You know, J Lo being with like J Lo just and, and I'm gonna be honest, J Lo's almost feels unhealthy. Like, cause you just like, damn J Lo. Like she's like, and like, honey, they put putting a ring on. What makes hers feel unhealthy? I don't know. I don't know if it's just like, girl, she's been like with not like she's been with so many people. I don't want to say it like that, but it's just like I think it's public. And so I think that's what makes it feel. And I think that's why some women feel like Lori Harvey's is so public. Mm-hmm. I think it's just, you you see it more. But at the end of the day, are they, are they any different than your friend who is out here dating? I don't know, probably not. And you know, I don't know. Treatment, I mean, treatment, um, if we're saying to like their caliber of dating, of course, but I think the more the morality doesn't change. You know, you still want somebody respectful. You still figure it out if you even blend with this person or not. Or are we even going to match? You know, on the outside looking in, amazing picture. She was making some damn good pictures. But what's his name? They look so good together. Her and A Rod, J Lo um, and A Rod. I thought that that was going to last. I thought that that was going to last too, honey. But she said, "Honey, let me spin the block." Y'all know Key said she ain't ever spinning the block. <laughs> Oh God! Did you not hear my horrific story? I will never spin the block. Kick rocks. He said the block can burn the fuck down. And the block is hot, hot. Okay, fuck that shit. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> my black fire, baby, my black bird. I don't want nothing to do with that. My block on fire anyway. <laughs> Y'all, I am crying. Hell no. I thought they were going to last though, but honey, she spun the block because she said, don't be fooled by the rock that I got because I'm still, I'm still Jenny from the motherfucking block. I wonder, I wonder if she just missed that. What was it? Like what he he obviously gives her that spark or something that she's like, I'm just about to go back to what I know. I don't know, but I feel like you can look at, I mean, I have, I would have to pull up her I don't want to say a roster because I ain't trying to make it sound like that. But look, J Lo been, been with some folk, okay? But I just feel like if you think about it, to me, I think she just like somebody who's got a little bit more edge. And you know, when people were coming for Ben Affleck, like the way they felt like he was treating her at different little award shows and just kind of being a little bit more, they like, look, you with J Lo, you know? And I feel like that's what she likes about him. Like, I'm not saying she likes a bad boy. I'm not going that far. But like, to me, Mark Anthony, he had a little, you know, he had a little extra. He had a little oomph, you know what I mean? And I think she, while in her, I think, well, let me ask you this. Do you think she falls into a category where it's like, 
the A-Rod of the world, you know, from what we see, again, I don't know A-Rod. I don't know how A-Rod is behind living. So let me just say that off the rip. But he just seems like a very, that kind guy, that smart guy. Like, he ain't seem like he was going to be, you know, nonchalantly brushing her off at an award show. Whereas mm-hmm. Ben Affleck is like, look, girl, I'm ready to go. Look, you, and they, everybody's looking like, he looked like, they, they look like they're having problems, you know, and it was all of this. But I wonder, like, is it a matter of, like, this is who I know I should, this is the person I should aspire to be with. This is the type of guy I know, you know, would probably be the best for me. But this is what I'm attracted to. Like, this is what I feel like I need. And mm-hmm. is that a bad thing? No, but I think when you're in the public eye, it can be viewed as such. Like, for example, when he was ready to, excuse me, <clears throat> when he was ready to go Ben Affleck. Have you ever seen The Town? The movie he's in with like the four guys that rob, like the Italian guy robbed the people. No, he was, I say that to say he, you could tell like, he's like, I don't give a fuck. He's like, the, I don't give a fuck guy. And sometimes women are attracted to men that are like, have that persona of just like, oh, he's so like gangster. Like, he don't give a fuck. He's gonna say what he's gonna say. But to your point, A Rod is like the sweetheart, the nice guy on the outside. And maybe she, well, she's still from the Bronx. Let's not forget, she's still a Bronx girl. Okay. Okay. I'm a from the block. I don't think it's a bad or wrong thing, but I feel like the heart can't help what the heart wants. And sometimes you're going to be in that predicament. I'm like, oh my God, he's the good guy for me. But then this one, he has all this shit, but he makes me feel something. And, and that's, that's a hard not- place to be. Like, yeah. that's a, I think women of all levels, I think that's what you run into. And mm-hmm. that's why you have these little cliche, like these little statements where it's like, you know, the good guy finishes last and all of that because... It's that adrenaline, but then I feel like if the when if the adrenaline always runs off, and you have to then like find someone new to then kind of rekindle that, like is it worth it? At a point, is is stability? At what point does stability and just wanting, quote unquote, the good guy is you know when does that take over for those you know like when does that kick in? Because I feel like. Those type of guys, in from what I was reading about, not every guy, so I'm not gonna say that. It's, but it's like those tend to be your love bomber type of dudes. Like we gonna be in this, we oh, and then the next thing you know, it's like it runs out because that relationship was built on that feeling of adrenaline, and this is just what I like, and da da da. da. But when it starts to wear off, and those holes. You start to see those holes. Not to say Ben Affleck has holes, honey. I don't know him neither. <laughs> um. That's where I feel like that's where you run into that love bomber territory. And uh-huh. that's when I think women may have to take a step back and be like, not necessarily is it me, but is it the people that I'm attracted to? Mm-hmm. No, that's a great point. I was going to say that like sometimes as females, we have to, we do have to take a step back. And I think it's so important to understand how we love when we are excited, when we like someone. I haven't been dating. It's not like frequent dating that I'm experiencing, but when I do find somebody that I enjoy and I'm like, oh, okay, we like each other. I gotta still tell myself, oh, damn. You still gotta be like, don't be overly excited. Don't do too much because in the back of our heads, it's like, if you know that you love hard, you are gonna be in complete la-la land. And once he knows that you're pretty much 
liking him more than he can even like you back, mm-hmm. things are going to shift that way. So you really do have to understand how you love and hate yourself if you know that you're a woman that I am all in once I know I like you and you like me. Mm-mm. You still got to give yourself some time if you are looking for something like long term. I feel like a lot of women, I don't know if it's our age, if it's like, you know, we're older now, but I feel like a lot of my friends that are in our age range is what I'll say. Mm-hmm. Struggle with that same thing though. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I think that is such a, cause you realize, I think there's so many different levels to that. Like if you were to add those things up, it's like, I'm getting older, you know, maybe I don't have kids maybe I want to get married and I want to have a family. And so like, it's like, yes, I'm dating and I'm dating with these intentions, but the men I'm dating don't necessarily have the same intentions at these same ages and levels that we're all getting to. Mm. And so I hear a lot of women say that, that there's just like, it's like, I fall too quick. Like maybe it's not always like the fault of the person, but it's like, I, I've found myself kind of fools rush in. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm over, I'm head over heels because I'm looking at life like I'm trying to build something here. Like I, you know, bing bang. Not that it has to be that quick, but you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. 37. I'm about to be 38 this year. So I'm like, my friends are approaching 40. And you know, you want to be able to let me settle down. You want to still have kids before you feel like you're aging out and all these different things. So I think it's I, I hear that a lot. Mm-hmm. And so it's good to hear. I guess from someone else, like from you, that that's, you know, they're not the only ones. It's not just my, like, that might be just what it is. Cause y'all, there's a lot going on. It's, it's like a lot goes into dating, I think, for a woman. I feel like nowadays, so two things came to mind. The first one, um, there's a pattern I'm learning. Like, we have to understand, even if we're doing soul work for like heal, if we're healing through like friendships, family, family crisis or being traumatized and stuff like we have to constantly learn about what we attract to your point or how we love again or what are the patterns that we're experiencing with these past relationships like if you're single again what is that past pattern what were you doing what was that significant other doing like you cannot walk out of something and not learn from it and not think that you know you're going to go into the next relationship with the same energy then that's going to fail as well mm-hmm. you know but I wanted to ask you because you, you said it, you hit on a note, like it's hard out here. What have, well, not what have, but can you think of back then when you met Matt and like the energy of what it was to be in a relationship versus like now? The energy of like that first of getting to know him, we da da da, and how it is today? Or what that and like what men and women were doing differently. This is where it's so hard for me every single time, y'all, because I really feel like I'm going to toot my horn on my man, my man, my man. I had a good ass man. I feel like Matt, and I don't know if it was his upbringing. I don't know if it was just him, but he wasn't someone who was a cheat. Like he just wasn't that guy. And I, and, and, and I, and I think now I, I would say what I feel like has changed is access is is the only thing that when I look at the differences of when he and I met because you got to think y'all like me and him met in 2003 it's, it's 2024 now there wasn't as much act there wasn't even a Facebook when I very first met Matt and so there was 
there wasn't as much access. Now, were there going to be some grimy ass niggas out there? Were there going to be some like were there some dog ass niggas that I talked to? You know what I'm saying? That I dated? Yes. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like that wasn't a thing. But I think that overall, what has changed is that level of access, and also people just starting to realize like what I have to do versus what I don't have to do. Like I think our generation of parents, you kind of still saw that for the not for everyone because every, you know everyone's life is different but i still think even though our you think of your grandparents age i think you think about how they tried to stay together we always talk about you they stayed together and and, and i don't want to get into reasons why because that's the whole other episode of why mm -hmm. your grandparents stayed together but you saw those relationships where people are staying together and then you get to you know our parents generation and i think for at least my parents and his parents my parents were together for a vast majority of my life. Like they didn't go through divorce and all of that. They didn't like decide to call it quits until their kids were pretty much grown. Same for Matt's parents. They 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 were no longer they are no longer together. But I think the difference is is now you have access. You have people like, you know, I want to be happy. I deserve to be happy. Like it was like little smaller things made I think that work back in the day like it was just like oh you loyal you talk to me on the phone like we kicking it you make me laugh like it was literally and i'm not saying those small things don't work but now it's like what do you bring to the table and like when i was you know and again granted i was a lot younger y'all so I, I like to always preface that too i was 17 i really didn't know what the fuck i was doing i didn't know where all this was gonna go but i knew i can tell you i knew he was a good guy he never gave me any reason to like doubt like what he was in it for like you know we talked about different things who how many people he had dated before and you know it just we took it slow too we were just like we were together because i think it was like that chemistry that whole and i ain't gonna say he was a bad boy but you know he had that appeal like so you had that attraction to that side of him too and so for us it was just fun i think mm -hmm. and i think I like to say that I'm I was a lot younger then because now I I also understand that while I could date and we can make it fun and we could take our time, the older you get and you and you're not established, I feel like I don't want to take away from women who feel like they don't have that same amount of time. I, I ain't got time to have fun. I ain't like I'm about to be 40 and I so that's the part where I always try to empathize, I guess, with my especially my single like I empathize because it's like y'all ain't got time to waste or at least that's how you can feel and I'm not saying that you all should feel that way either like I don't feel like anyone should feel like I have to settle for just anything because I'm running out of time I really don't think that is a thing but I think we place those things on us because that's what society would have you to believe agreed agreed and and that's ultimately the battle you know getting older and also realizing oh no I don't have these things I thought I was going to have to the point that you start questioning, what does life look like if I don't get that? What does life look like, life look like if I don't have kids, if I don't get married? And it's crazy that I'm hearing more conversations about women that are, you know, accepting that, accepting that over their life. And I feel like it hurts if you really wanted that, if you really aspire to have that in your life. But then I don't think there's anything wrong if you naturally don't want it. You know, there are some women out here that, that naturally don't want it, but we're in the neck of time and you come across some bullshit. Here's another bullshit story. 
<laughs> and this literally happened 24 hours ago. Oh, so it's fresh. This baby, this was yesterday. Okay, this is the story of my life. Okay, this is a sip and share. Okay, let me take a drink of this damn wine. Let before. me take a drink. I ain't got my wine back here, but okay, okay, because I listened to you and I listened to She Show It. Shout out to Belinda. I'm still on these dating apps. I'm still open. You know, I'm still communicating with dudes. Met a guy on Bumble. I think it's this was over the weekend, and he was like, "Hey, would you like to?" immediately like do you want to meet up and i'm like oh first of all for me i'm very hesitant on that i would like to talk to you some more and get to know you before we just jump to meeting so but, red flag for you yeah and i was like okay kiara just try and see so we talk we exchange numbers fast forward to monday i am out working with my two girlfriends we just you know we remote we go out to this food hall and um he's like how's your day going i think it's good i'm out working Oh, do you want to meet up? I was like, damn. I literally text, damn, you just go for it, don't you? But I erased it. Because <laughs> I was like, yeah, behave yourself. Extend the lead. Extend the lead. Relax yourself. Just calm down. <laughs> so, yeah. I was like, I deleted it. I was like, sure. <laughs> I was like, okay, but I'm, you know, I'm with my girlfriend. So, in my mind, I'm like, well, my girls are here, so I feel good. He calls me and... He's like, are you still working? I said, no, we're pretty much wrapped up. He FaceTimed me. Let me let me elaborate on it. He FaceTimed me. He said, okay, cool. I see you soon. Send me the address. No problem. Send me the address. I tell my girlfriend, like, yo, he's supposed to come through. He's like, she was like, this is great. This is a casual time. You know, y'all just cackling. Y'all just talking. I said, okay. It's getting later. And I'm like, should I just text him? Is he coming? She's like, yeah. I said, hey, are you still coming? Y'all. He blocked us. He blocked you? <laughs> How are you gonna block me when you asked to come see me? What I'm an example of what I am talking about. And my girlfriends, they were like stunned. And then she's like, no key. Cause you, okay. <laughs> we broke down what happens when somebody blocks you on your phone. You have an iPhone, okay. somebody, if you text somebody and the message does not say delivered, you're blocked. I was told if the message goes green, comment, let us know what you think. I was always under the impression that if that message doesn't go through, either you're blocked or there is something wrong with that person's phone. Ain't nothing wrong with that nigga's phone. It was just working. Yeah. It was delivered five minutes ago. So what the fuck happened though? Like, why would he have to block you that quickly? Did you, did that come off? Like, is that you? Like, not you, because I know it's not yeah. you. You just say that. But is it a matter of, was that too forward of you for him? Or is it a matter of, nigga, who was you with that you had to block me to make sure my messages didn't come? Like, do you see where my mind goes? What do we, what is that? Where did your mind go? He wasn't interested, which is fine. You know, it's fine because the only thing I could think of is, you FaceTimed me, so you saw me. It can't be you're not interested. That's bullshit. Because if you weren't interested, you're not going to FaceTime me and then ask me for my location and then tell me you're about to come meet up with me and then you block me. Who got in the car? Girl. Who got in the car? Because that's all. Like, now you, you know what I'm saying? Now you're like, mm -hmm. hey, are you still? And he, 
I'm still checking, like, you coming through or not? Nah? Like, what's up? Nothing. Nothing. That message did not even go through. And haven't heard shit since. Haven't heard shit? No, you blocked back. Don't waste my motherfucking time. Mm-mm. I don't need to sit. What's a not a gain is not a loss, but it's irritating. So my girlfriends can see that I'm like, when it's little stuff like that, it's irritating because it's like, don't do this. Don't, don't, you want to meet up, you want to meet up. And I'm like hesitant on my end, but I'm like still trying. Like, all right, all right, let me see what you about. And then that happens. So now you have to be like, huh? All right. On to the next. I be so, trying to be poly positive for y'all. Like I really do. Like I really be trying to be like, but there are good guys out there. Like I married a good guy. <laughs> Like, I don't deny it. I don't deny it. Um, it gets harder and harder to say it, though. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, for real, this is not just you. This is not, like, your unique experience. Yeah. This is a lot of women's experience. And they have more crazy stories than me. <laughs> they, oh, have, hell. they have some crazy-ass stories out there. Not to, like, be judgmental or be funny, like... Sometimes I cringe because I know that people want love, but sis, there are certain signs you just cannot ignore just for love. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like I get told like I'm out of space and I, if you guys don't know, like she's my older sister. Like I'm more of the tough one. You know, I've had a guy size me and my friend up. She's tall. I'm tall. She's like five, nine. And the guy was like, well, your friend is more approachable than you are. You seem like the one that don't play. And I said, we both were laughing in my mind. I was like, what the fuck? What like, does that even mean? Like, these are two guys that we had just met. We This is like over the summertime and we were talking. He was like, you just give me like, I have to be more serious when I come talk to you. But your friend, she looks more friendly and more approachable. So guys will come talk to her first. I was like, is it because of my height? Because of, I don't know. And I would love to know about any other tall women that are listening to this. Like, I think about these things. Like, I the first thing was like, oh, I was intimidated by you because mm-hmm. you're tall. Because when I'm outside, I'm not wearing no motherfucking kitten heels. I'm wearing my heels. You either like it or you don't. Fuck you a said you're wearing no motherfucking kitten heels, bitch. <laughs> and I'm with you on that. Cannot stand a damn heels are worse for your ankles. You're gonna get all my six foot nothing, but you're gonna get all keys six foot two. Shit. <laughs> and I just I, I think about stuff like that, but I can't let it knock me. This is who I am. I love who I am, and whoever can handle it, hey. If you can't, bye. But we are pressed for time out here, and this is the type of shit that you go through. So in my mind, I'm like, was he a motherfucker sitting there? Cause he was just so adamant to meet up, and then he just left. Like, I is this what you do, child? I don't know. He that whole thing to me just sound like another level of he has some other shit going on. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it just makes me think like, where was I going with this? I just like okay. So you know, women, we're always like, we want a honest. We want you to be honest. Just communicate. Just be honest. Like, are y'all motherfuckers taking it too far, though? Like, because I feel like if somebody's... For you to just have met me, you do not know me. You, Me and this... Me and my friend are literally standing right here next to each other. And you're going to look me in my face and tell me my friend seems more approachable? Like, the audacity. The unmitigated... Go- like, motherfucker, who... Nigga, who are you? Like, who are you 
to even comment on me like this. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I don't know if this was the honesty that we that y'all was that we was asking for. This mm-hmm. wasn't like you going too far. That I mean, you don't have to like tear someone down or say something negative about someone. Like, just don't say anything. Like, whatever happened to that whole like, if you don't have anything. Don't say valuable. Like, just don't speak. Yeah, things are just better left in your head, and I think that's one another thing. Where, and I don't know if it's society. I don't know what it is, but I think people are just these Twitter fingers done turned into. You know, y'all really think y'all can just say whatever out in front of somebody's face, like where there is no respect towards women. There's no like mannerisms. It's just I'm gonna tell you how I feel straight up, and you can take it or leave it. And yeah. it's like, I'm going to leave it every time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't have no choice but to leave it. But if <laughs> I did have a choice, mm-hmm. I'm like, who wants that? Right. Right. They're so honest, but nobody thinks about the delivery. How's it coming across? Like, you can still be honest with me. You could be like, sweetheart, like, I'm not even trying to play you. Like, you're beautiful. And, like, still, like, try to be like, but this is what my perception is. And all I could do is respect it. Honey, you have to do that like five dates in. You can't do that to me on I just started getting to know you day one. Because you really don't like, I don't understand. I am all for you knowing what you want, what you Mm -hmm. don't want. But if I'm not what you want on day one, we don't have to talk. There ain't nothing to discuss. And if you want to tell me something about me on our fifth, sixth, seven, eight, nine, tenth date, and you have something that you want to bring up, I might entertain your shit. But like, we gonna have to, we gonna have to, set, we gonna have to get some foundation going before you can be commenting on my life like you know me day one. I just think that is, I just think that is wild. Like that you have to tell some, you not really my type. Da 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 da. Well, nigga. You didn't have to tell me, like, why did we even start having this conversation then? You see what I'm saying? I don't understand that mentality. We didn't even have to go here. We didn't even have to. Like, oh boy, from yesterday. I didn't even know you from John two days ago. My sis is worked up. You see, this is how we be feeling. This is how we be feeling on the inside. And then y'all need to soften up. You gotta just, you gotta give it a chance. No, because it's some bullshit that you experience. Like, I don't know if I told you about this one, a guy I met second date, and he's just like, Why are you so tall? You <laughs> did tell me that story because I was like, What the fuck? Why? Who is <laughs> but who says that shit, Key? Like, exactly. Where do y'all get the audacity? I need, I need to find that like I need that level of audacity in my own life because mm-hmm. y'all stay out here living. Yes, no. and I mean if, if we starting out the gate like like you already on my bad side, you know what I'm saying? So now you got to work your way, and I don't know if you're gonna be able to get back over there because I'm just real like okay that was enough for me. Red flag. Mm-hmm. That's probably why I had met Matt when I did because when I tell you I would be. I'd probably have to be the woman who's just like single by choice. Like, fuck these things. Because all of this, it it is riling something up in me. I can't do it. I came across an article of that. This, this woman who's like, I should have pulled that one up. That would have been good. Um, in her 60s. And she's single. I think she decided to be single like for the rest of her life in her early 40s. Mm-hmm. And she said, I am so happy 
that, you know, she also learned that, you know, she needed to leverage more of her friendships and pour more into that. But she's written a book. She's like, I go out when I want. I enjoy my single life. And I just learned that I don't need anybody else to make me happy. And I was like, damn. Like, I pray for us girls out here, man. I really do because the conversations that I'm a part of, like, especially in Atlanta. And one thing I told myself, I will not normalize the horrible dating scene in Atlanta. I'm telling you, you said since you've been there that it ain't shit. And it will make me pack my bags and go. It's that bad? Yeah. Yeah. I will I will leave. I will leave. Cause it's just nothing there. That that, that, that me? Me? <laughs> the block is fucking crazy, okay? I done told my girls, I said in my 30 something years of life, I have never dealt with this. There is no reason why I'm not going on consecutive dates. There's no reason why you feel like there's so many women competing with you to talk to these two men. It's bananas. It's bananas. Mm-hmm. There so is no the, reason why. Mm-hmm. So the 60-year-old woman, because yeah. now my mind is just curious. So she, she chose to be single. Does she have sex? Does she, what does she, does she date? Does she just do nothing at all? She didn't really highlight about her sexual life. Um, she just maximizes her life. She goes out with friends. Sometimes she does know when to be to herself. And oh, I'm gonna, I need to find that article. But no, she didn't really talk about anything physical or if she even misses that part of life. She's just enjoying herself. And I know she's older. Yes. I also think of like younger girls who are out here dating and... I think when you think of serial dating, you automatically think of like men being the serial dater. Mm. You, do you know any women serial daters? Are we are we even considered serial daters? I feel like when the woman is the one doing it, it's almost like you get an, an extra label that you may not deserve that begins with an H. Like a hoe. Like a hoe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we get... We're, we're told you're going through, oh, she going through a, her whole phase and all of this. But it's, it's like there's a double standard, yeah, if you will. So it's, it, is that, is that a fair statement? Like, it, you know what I'm saying? Can women just be serial daters the same? Like, I know we can. I'm not going to yeah. say we can. Yeah. But it's like, I feel like when you talk about a woman who is out here kind of, oh, dating this guy, and then the next thing you know, we broke up, and oh, he's the rebound, and now she's dating this guy. That woman gets labeled more often than not. The men are doing the same thing. They're just serial daters. They're just love bombers. They're just, you know, they have all these, like, politically correct terms, but we just hoes. You know what I'm saying? about some shit? Um, as you said, yes, women can uh, be serial daters. I feel like it can potentially be more detrimental if you're a woman that leads with emotion. Because there's no way in my eyes that a woman that is a serial dater and has that leads with emotion can really date multiple men and not feel anything. Like you may be falling in love with somebody. <laughs> Or two. So I think if you know how to maneuver and handle that and kind of be cold, you got to kind of be cold. 
in my eyes, like some city girl shit. Nigga, I don't want shit from you. I just want your money. And I've never, I've, I can honestly, I have met some women that I feel like could fall in that category. But at the same time, sometimes, like, I don't, does it make you feel like just being honest? Do we look at those women also then that they're like, I think of Tab when she was talking about Wendy Williams. Who hurt you? You know what I'm saying? Like we ought do you do you feel like those women who can literally just be as cold as we feel like most men that are dating and can just ghost to the like you feel like they've been like hurt or there's like something that ha- there was some type of trauma that led to this. But is it always the case? Like are there really just women out here that you know we're we're considered emotional but maybe there are things that we have gone through or maybe they're just just who I am. Like I'm just I don't want to be tied down. I don't want to be committed. I, maybe I'm too young. Maybe this is just not the life path that I want. You know? So we're we going to use Carisha, please. Carisha, please keep, please come up to the stage, please. Because she started out with, he's giving me a monthly allowance. I am having fun. We having a good time. There's no strings attached. He does him. I do me. Can't nobody tell me down the line, Carisha, and catch finish with his name. That makes a little baby on a little situationship, friendship, because that's not a friendship. Because they fuck. Friends don't fuck. Okay? She caught feelings. And that's why I said, even when we are, as women, some of us are experiencing our whole phase, I think there is nothing wrong with that. I think, hey, get you some, have fun, be safe. But know when you need to stop, because chances are you may be falling for some. You may just find like a friends with benefits. And now you want more than the benefits. But he's already said, I don't want that. And now you got to control your feelings. Okay. I think there's a split second. I think there's a split second where we feel emotionless and we just want to have fun. But then as women, naturally, we just feel emotions and we're going to start caring no matter how we slice it. And I don't think sex always has to be like, I think sex turns that up, especially if you're continue, mm-hmm. having sex with that same person. But I don't even think it always has to be sexually charged for you to get there. You know what I'm I saying? Like, I think women, and then maybe it's the charm. I don't know, but it's like they reel you in. But I also feel like if we're not getting reeled in in the beginning, we're not interested. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm, say that one more time. So I feel like, so basically what I'm saying is, is like you, we get reeled in. Like the guy may know what they're doing to reel us in. But at the same time, I feel like as a woman, if you don't feel that early on, like I, I'm getting reeled in, you don't want it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of like, it's harder for us to stay into something when you don't feel those butterflies initially is what I will say. And I wonder if that's like a maturity thing in the sense of you grow out of that because maybe you do. Um, Because again, I've been with my man since I was 17, 19, you know? So it's like young. But it's like, at the same time, if he wouldn't have been doing things like we were talking about good guys versus bad guys that kind of kept me wanting him you know like we wouldn't be here like we wouldn't have made it and so it's hard sometimes i think and don't always go for the bad guy and you can choose the good but it's like you got to still have something that's going to reel me in you know as a woman 
So to that point, yes and no. Because sometimes I feel like, and I've kind of been privy to this, of the initial conversation, or maybe sometimes the initial physical, the physical does nothing to me. And I'm like, I'm even interested in his ass. But let some conversations be flowing. Let him do something. Let let him be, you know, to the point where he's treating you the way that you want to be treated. That man would turn so attractive. But they're still reeling you in. I still feel like that conversation can still... Look, I ain't mm-hmm. saying that's the looks that reels you in. I thought I, you meant like the initial spark in the beginning. Cause I'm like, it could grow. I do think I do think it can grow, but I think that we still need you need that. At some point, it's like if you don't have that, I think that's where the woman fizzles out. And I sometimes think that's why you look people look through at things like it's like this good guy versus bad guy. Cause it's like the, the that the bad guy is keeping your attention. I don't necessarily think it's that. You mm-hmm. just have to like keep my attention. And mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be based on your looks because I'm a firm believer that the looks ain't gonna last forever anyways. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, so we can, but I feel like you have to be, I and I also don't want it to sound like bring something to the table. That's what I want to make sure it doesn't sound, because it's not about what you're bringing to the table, but it's like, we have to have a thing. But I think sometimes, and I, and I just wonder sometimes if that love bombing thing is like, we're not necessarily looking to be love bombed, but that's what's like sucking. I need that to be pulled in and to maintain this. But on the on the love bomber side, I'm gonna need for you to not be a person who's only doing this because, and, and knowing that you're doing these things intentionally and eventually you're gonna back out. I think that's where it all, that's what, but that's hard to figure out is what I'm saying. Like, I just feel like, like so I don't be faulting y'all <laughs> when you fall like when you fall for somebody because it's it's kind of like also what you've been taught to do like that's what i think you were also saying is like that's what society tells us these are the things you're supposed you see this in disney movies you see like you know you want the the man to come to sweep you off your feet and he makes me smile he treats me like a princess like and then so it's like if you're not getting that in the beginning but then this person turns out to be a love but i'm just like it's too much i feel for y'all in 2024, if I am not okay with, if I'm okay with you not giving me less than, then I'm okay with that. However, to keep my attention, to bring something to the table, to you, you need to be bringing something to the table to get my attention. Like when I say like, all right, for instance, if a woman is in this phase and she's just hooking up. I don't want nothing from you. I know what I want from you. And that's what you're bringing to the table. You have to give me something for me to even be entertained or even entertain the thought of you. If it's that one thing, boom, your job is done. Nice to know you, goodbye. But if I'm looking for something more, you better come with something. You better be taking me out or anything like that. Or sometimes that's why a lot of these women, even in Atlanta, they can't know that this nigga don't look all good. You know, he's not that attractive, but he's spending the money. He's taking her out. He's doing this. And she may not even be, you know, she don't see him as a nine or 10, but it's the treatment. The treatment is a nine or 10. The treatment is a nine or 10. You know? And sometimes, I'll say 50-50, some women may end up falling for the guy. Some women is like, he is meant for that, but I'm going to go ahead and keep doing me because I know I'm not attracted to him. You know, it's a, it starts to be a game. It starts to really be a game out here. And it's like, 
I'm sorry. I, I That's when I say I don't got time for that. Like I could play, probably talk to two people at the same time, but three, four, five, I think that's borderline serial dating at that point. <laughs> I think that's insane. And how are you keeping up with all of this? It's just too much. Too much. So, mm, come 2024, God, please don't bring the serial dating my way. <laughs> please. Did you want the long haulers? <laughs> the U haulers. <laughs> The key all look, call me. Okay. Listen, that could be another conversation. Just maximizing your life. Maybe we bring some some women on the, the show of, you know, in this season of just embracing your singleness and not feeling sad about the damn shit. Like it's to the point that sometimes I don't want to talk about being single because it always feels like a where's the violin? No, no, I'm tired of feeling sad. You're okay. Yeah, like I'm okay. Like, let's not forget about the greatness that we worked hard to get things that we have in our life. Like, I want to quarantine my friends. I want to create. I want to learn. I'm doing those things. I'll still remain, you know, keep that door open. But sometimes you got to close the door because it's some bullshit that you may come across. I feel it. Gradually open it up again. So, I just want us to maximize our life, even when love is not happening. You know. It's not, it shouldn't be your only focus. I, yeah. I definitely agree with that. And I think that's where a, we fall into that trap of, you know, thinking things should have happened by a certain time. Mm-hmm. And so you you get stuck there. So I think that is some really great advice from Miss Key mm-hmm. to just continue to live your life. That's the, look, that's your cup of inspo. Continue, if you are out here dating, continue to live your life. Do the things that you enjoy, do the things that you love. Um, you know, go out with the people that you want to be out with because honestly, that's where you I feel like that's where you be like, fine, that's where you're gonna find your people. I ain't saying that the online dating don't work because we look shout yeah. out again to Belinda because it worked for her and it works yeah. for a lot of people. But a lot of times, I feel like that old saying of you know, you're gonna meet that person like the person that's supposed to be for you. Yeah. You're going to meet them when you're out doing things that you want to do because that's what they enjoy doing. And the next thing you know, it's like, oh, we have this in common. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. there's somebody out there, y'all. Don't give up. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Re, what's the iced tea of the week? Um, What's the iced so tea of the week? The Grant Mees. And I'm going to talk about Jay-Z. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did you hear his? Speech. I believe I he did. got the doctor. Was it the Dr. Dre? Don't get yeah. don't the Dr. Dre award. He got mm-hmm. an award. So he got up there, honey. He was look, he had blue up there on the stage. Look, we're gonna set the scene. Oh. Y'all know reason set the scene. So blue looks so cute, number mm-hmm. one. And that white dress with hello boots on, honey. I was like, get it, blue. But they're up there, and honey, he was giving his speech, but it took a little turn, and he was basically like, you know. He called the Grammys on their bullshit. Let's just say that. You know, he's like, this, basically, he was talking about Beyonce. We just gonna call a spade a spade. She's the most, she's like the most, has the most Grammy wins in, is it Grammy history? I'm pretty sure. Yes. And he's like, and she's never won. That's insane. Never won album of the year. And he's like, make it make sense. You know? And so then he's like, look, some of y'all gonna, some of y'all gonna feel robbed 
some mm. of y'all will be robbed. And I think people started laughing at that because they were thinking like, and I think he means, I think he meant in that moment, some of y'all should have won and some of y'all are not going to win. But I think people were kicking in the background because they missed they missed that. Yeah. Uh, but they didn't miss this last part when he was like, and some of y'all don't even need to be in the category. And I was like, they say, oh, that's what they heard. I'm like, who was sitting over here? Blue just. Blue didn't know. Blue didn't know what to do, y'all. But she was, she was like, she said she's nervous. I'm nervous, and I'm thinking, look, because it does. It takes balls to get up there, and and you're winning an award at this place. It was given. It wasn't given. A lot of people said, "Let me ask you." A lot of people was like, "Oh, he's on his yay shit now," because like you know he don't you know Kanye had his whole moment. I don't feel like it was the same type of moment. I also don't feel like he diminished anyone's specifically like Kanye was like look Taylor Swift you <laughs> you the problem uh, Jay-Z didn't do that but I think he also said something that just needed to be said because it's like make it make sense and it's yeah. not just her it's like black women's album like maybe since Lauren Hill I'm trying to think I'd have to do some research y'all know I ain't curious Georgia but there ain't too many black women out here just winning album of the year did Cardi win I can't remember no Cardi hasn't won um, not album of the year. No, I know she's won a Grammy, but it's like the Swift, like Taylor Swift, and you know, you just I know mm-hmm. she's the Swifties and all of this, but it's like we're all sitting back here, like we know real shit. You know what I'm saying? And it, mm-hmm. at a certain point, you just feel slighted. So I was glad he spoke up. Did you have any thoughts? Did you think it was right, right place, right time? Um, right place, right time, and time to bring up the conversation. Like, no shades towards Taylor Swift. Like, she's an amazing artist. I just feel like sometimes, cut the bullshit. How y'all gonna give that to her for the fourth year? Once we learn that there is a, a an entire Grammy committee that votes, there are voters. So you're gonna sit here and say that Renaissance would shut the world down last year? She doesn't deserve that. That win. She shut the entire globe down with Renaissance doing a world tour. Put some respect on her name. If not now, then when? That's how I felt about it. I'm with you. I was like, if not, like, speak up. I do feel like she kind of, a lot of people were saying that she was kind of looking more like embarrassed. Because he did say, I don't want to embarrass her. I think he knows his wife. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, he's like, I'm going to advocate for my wife. And why not on this big stage and, you know, on this big night? Why not? You know, he she wasn't be- even nominated. It's insane. It is absolutely insane. And I think people were saying, you know, well, how do those artists feel that are in these, that have made it in these categories? And he's like, you didn't deserve to be in the category. And like he said, you know, he said when he gets nervous, he speaks the truth. But at the same time, it's like, the truth just needs to be spoken. We're all sitting over here on the other side having these same feelings about some of these artists. Now, look, I know I probably get canceled for saying some of the names, but at the same time, it, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, it's true. So I I personally love that. I love that he spoke up, spoke out. I'm here for it. Me too. I, it took us all by storm. It took us all by storm because I feel like nobody was ever even... Even Blue was like, Daddy, Daddy. Her elegant, beautiful, charming self. He looks so cute. But I did. Amazing. I can't say that we weren't all like clutching our pearls, just like. Yeah, it's some bullshit that she didn't get nominated for that. Like, again, Renaissance shut the world down and he let it be known. And and, and, and it's it's time. 
Like, some of you don't even deserve it. Some of you are going to get robbed. Okay? Taylor Swift for the fourth year? I'm like, come on. Just please. And even Candy Burris, she gave them, like, some insight, some insight on how the voting process goes. How they have a certain amount of celebrities come in. And then there's, like, a secret committee that comes behind them. And, like, I want to say, like, uh, maybe validates the voting I think narrows down their option. They get them yeah. down to, I think she said like a final, let's say, I don't remember what it was, three, five. I guess mm-hmm. that's maybe about five because you mm-hmm. think of the categories. But ultimately that secret committee is who selects, like you said. So I, I did see that clip of candy. Oh, yeah. That shit was insane. The only other thing I wanted to bring up from the mm-hmm. green, because we talked about our good sis last week. Did you see where they tweeted out that uh, Miss Nicki Minaj and Ice Spice had won a Grammy for Barbie World? And when they did the announcement on the show, turns out it was not them that won in that category. And so that was supposedly the first time. Now, we know that Twitter has not been around in all of Grammy history, but that is the first time in Grammy history since the inception of Twitter, now X that something like this has happened. Everyone feels like this was almost like an intentional slight. And I want to know from you. Uh, Is this the case where um, Killer Mike actually won? I don't remember. Can I just say, look, I'm sorry. Y'all know I got ADHD. Y'all already look, Key knows me. Where the fuck was this Killer Mike album? Like, I didn't even know Killer Mike had an album. This man done won the rap album of the year. He done won two other Grammys. I said, now wait a minute. That might have been who shouldn't have been in the category. Look, let me stop. I don't know who Jay-Z was referencing. But I heard that today that they announced it. I don't, Amari Wiggins. Amari Wiggins talked about it today, how... He didn't like that a lot of what we saw on Twitter of like the black people winning, that was the pre-Grammys. So that, we didn't even see it during the actual show show. And Nicki Minaj announcement, I'm assuming that that's what you're referring to with they announced Nicki Minaj, but it was actually Killer Mike who won the Grammy. And to your third point, nah, my bad Killer Mike, I ain't listened to your album, bro, but I'm so happy for you. I didn't know he came up with an album either. I didn't even know the man had an album out. And as much as I feel like Charlemagne talks about Killer Mike, I'm I don't listen to the Breakfast Club like faithfully every day mm-hmm. anymore. I'm just gonna be honest. But at the same time, like he be talking about Killer Mike like they, you know, he got him on speed down. Shit, Charlemagne, I, you didn't tell us nothing. <sighs> I had no idea. When Matt told, like, I heard that from Matt. He was like, well, Killer Mike, when I said, Killer, who? <laughs> I know good and damn well who Killer Mike is, but I, again, make it make sense. Make it follow up on why he also got arrested, too, because that shit was Because he had a warrant on his ass, and he was, Are was you like, serious? I think Matt said that he had a warrant on him, so they, basically, he won the awards, goes up there, accepts awards or whatever, they know exactly where you are, so they picked his ass up. I don't know what the warrant was for. Shit, I don't know. I be knowing he do a whole lot of things. I don't know. Black so, man, black man. Mm. Look, I want to say we're in regards to Nicki Minaj. Karma's a bitch. Hop up on the good foot, did it in. Dropped Mike because 
There's a thing about battling battle rap, like, yeah, you could throw bars and stuff, but when you go to the deep end of talking about somebody, somebody's dead mama, and you think it's a joke, and this woman has to now have security around her mother's um, grave site, and look how Megan is doing. Megan is fucking winning. She looks really good. She looks like amazing. Her. She signed a new deal. His she, is the number one song. She looks good. Karma's a bitch. And I told y'all last week, I'm not even a big Megan Thee Stallion fan. Yeah. Right? Yeah. She, it was, that was her mic drop moment. And not responding was her mic yep. drop moment. Like yep. all of these things. And it, and again, to what we said, look, not to go back to last week, but what we said last week, Nicki Minaj sitting out here looking silly. So, mm-hmm. th- you know, it is what it is. But and we that, is my, that is my sugar honey iced tea for the week. Um Grammys was crazy though. The gr- it, it, there was a lot of things. It was entertaining. It was better than the actual red carpet, so we can mm-hmm. continue. The show was better than the fashion. <laughs> the fashion was not given, and I don't even want to get into it because we'll go too long. What the frap you watching on TV? Are you watching anything this week? What am I watching? I'm still on my ready to love wave, but I wanted to talk about because we mentioned it last week about this to be film that is the talk of the town is called The Marriage Pass. I'll give you a quick synopsis because of course it's a movie. Pretty much this couple, I want to say they're Caribbean because I hear like some Caribbean accents. Um, You kind of see like the wife is really distraught and we don't know where her trauma comes from, but you can tell that they lost a child. So she's traumatized, she's healing, working through that. The husband's a doctor. And, you know, after the loss of their child, they're pretty much in this stale state and just trying to figure out what's next for them. Long story short, she finds out about the marriage pass and she proposes it to him and she says, let's make a deal. We'll give each other one pass, um, but there are rules with this. You, you, You do your pass, I'm gonna do my pass. But the next day we don't ask each other questions. We don't, nothing, we do us. So he was like, but let me let me just back up a little bit. In the midst of this, she has a seductive sister. And she is she's an influencer, beautiful black girl, and she is just sultry and sexy, and he can't keep his eyes off of her. So, long story short, who you think he's gonna use his pants with? He used the pants on his wife? <laughs> no! He used the past on his sister. And he explains it to her though. He was like, she was like, to what about? Because he took her out to dinner and everything. Your sister and I decided on doing a pass. So they freaking get entangled. They're in an entanglement now. But for him, he was like, this is the one time only. She couldn't help herself. She is now more involved than he is. Now at this point, she's dating his friend. I guess I'm get just, at him, like to get you. back at the husband. Well, to to pretty much be casual, like she's not interested in him. Long story short, the friend notices that there's something more between them two. Mm-hmm. Wow, you gotta watch the movie to see the friend dies. The friend that she was dating, yes, his very close best friend dies. So okay. now they have murder on their hand. Okay, and. I don't know if you want the whole thing. No, because now, look, we don't want to tell everyone. She's trying to tell y'all to watch the movie. The Marriage Pass. I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right there. But that is the premise. And it gets crazy towards the end. There's so many twists and turns. 
So yeah, he used the marriage pass on his wife's sister and they just go a little bit too more too deep. And um, the guy that she was dating, he ends up dead. They have a murder on their hands and I'm gonna leave y'all right there. Now I'm intrigued. You <laughs> know, Scooby is free. What y'all not gonna do is have a one. First of all, we're not gonna have no damn marriage pass. I don't care what we go into. Fuck you in that pass. Number two, you gonna use the pass on my sister? I'm like, damn. All out the people who could have out of all the women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I might have to watch that one. I'm gonna keep y'all posted on if I watch that one or not. Okay. They make me download Tubi because that just that just sounds intriguing. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm saying the quality is on point. It's a good Tubi movie. It's not ghetto. It's not. I just seen some ratchet ass Tubi movies. That's a good one. Well, well executed. And the end is going to have you like, oh my God. I think Tubi is now like, God, Tubi. Whoever, who, whoever's listening from Tubi, go ahead and, and reach out to us, okay? They have a thing where they like to twist movies. Okay. Either in the beginning or towards the end, and they just they don't do like your regular endings. Like so you kind of like you feel like you don't know where it's gonna go. Like yeah. you really don't know. Because I'm someone I don't know if you are, but I'm mm-hmm. very much. Let me know if you all are too. Mm-hmm. Let me know in the comments. Um, I'm someone who tries to like not that I try to figure it out. It's just like I figure it out. Like I'm just I can be watching something and just like oh I've connected all these dots. And me and Matt will kind of look at each other and I'm like he's like you already figured it. Out. I did. They're not predictable like that. Okay. Okay. Two Tubi movies have had me on my ass. Like, no, the fuck. Yes, they're not predictable. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued, mm-hmm. y'all. I'll let y'all know over the next couple of weeks. Maybe next week. Maybe the next week after, if I get to watch the Marriage Pass. So remember that. Remember yeah. that. This was a good episode. It was. Repeat. Where can the good people find us? You all know you can find us over on Google Podcasts, on Apple Podcasts, and on Spotify. If you love your girls and you love this episode, don't be afraid to go over to buy me a coffee and buy us a coffee at I'll Have a Cup Podcast. And I think that's it. That is all. Thank you all for another good week. We hope that you have a great week and we'll see y'all next week. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. Peace.